Thanks for joining us. Our next guest is a seasoned mortgage professional. She is dedicated to educating her clients on how to make the most important financial decision that alleviate financial stress and ensuring that they get the best lenders that will put them in the most suited position. She has managed to keep her business thriving during the pandemic and she is here to share her knowledge and experience to help you do the same. Please help me welcome Brooke Shelley. Brooke Shelley, thank you for being here. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I know you have a compelling story. You, you are very professional in you know, many, many years of experience as a mortgage broker, mm -hmm. right? And we want to learn all about it and how you are impacting lives all over BC. Mm -hmm. But for that, I want us to know, where does it all started? Let's go back. What's your background like? Ah, oh, that's a very good question. Yes. Um, so I'm actually born and raised uh, Edmonton, Alberta. Uh -huh. um, so, you know, small small town country girl, I guess you could say. Um, I, um, I'm the youngest of two older sisters and I actually had um, majored in English back then. Nice. Um, that, that's a small passion of mine as well. Um, so I wasn't anticipating to fall into this industry. <laughs> to be honest, I, I started out in something completely different. Uh -huh. um, and uh, when I finished university, I, um, I actually traveled overseas and I went and taught English in Shanghai, China as well. Nice. So that was a really cool experience. Um, nice. a, little, a little unrelated to mortgages, but yeah. you know, um, it's still nonetheless. It's started, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Did you teach here in BC, in Canada? No, no, I never taught in BC, no. no. Um, I just went off on a whim and uh, went and taught there. Straight up. Yeah, what it was, was really it cool. like in, in China? Uh, you know, it's very different than, than it is here. Um, okay. it, was a, it was a big um, learning curve for me. It was really uh, exciting. It was just a big city, kind of like New York City, I guess, uh -huh. those sorts of vibes. So it was fun, it was vibrant, it was exciting, um, you know. Um, I got to learn a lot about the different cultures. I ate a bunch, <laughs> ate a bunch of food that, right. you know, I had such good food. I had such good experiences. It was really cool. I'm really glad I did it. And I learned some Mandarin at the same time. So, nice. Yeah. <laughs> How long were you there? I was there for three and a half years. Three and a half years. And then yeah. you came back to Alberta. Mm-hmm. Nice. I went back to Alberta to visit my family and, um, and then I, um, I had kind of, you know, I, I really enjoyed the teaching aspect, but I wanted to explore my other career options at the time. Uh -huh. And uh, and yeah, so I made a move out to Vancouver by myself and uh, started in the industry. When did you come here to BC? Uh, it must have been probably about seven or eight years ago now. Nice. <laughs> How did Quite you find it here? I love it. It's beautiful. Beautiful. Um, it's, it's always sunny and exciting and just a nice place to be. Love the people. When you came here, were you a mortgage broker? No, no, I wasn't. Uh, when I first came out here, I actually started working for a lending company. Uh -huh. So I was on the other side. Um, I was on the side where they decide if, if your loan is approved and, and whatnot um, mm -hmm. first. So I started um, underwriting. I was a senior underwriter for a lending company for about six years. Um, I went between two different companies, so I got the whole background there. and. Um, Nice. Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. You are an English major. Yes. <laughs> that was one of your passion. Mm -hmm. And then you make a transition into 
the market mortgage brokerage. Mm -hmm. What leads you into that path? Both of um, my parents growing up were in the industry and uh, it was general conversation around the dinner table uh, when I was young. Um, uh -huh. Just what was going on in the market and just, you know, just listening to what mortgages were and how you could use them to help people and put mm -hmm. them into better situations. Um, so it kind of was a little bit inspiring that way, listening to my parents' uh, success stories, helping out their clients or, you know, um, nice. things like that. So it kind of, you know, that's kind of why I jumped into the same industry. Just kinda, nice. I'm just a mortgage kid. I didn't really have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's in the blood. It's in the blood, yes, <laughs> yes, you could say. Yes. Awesome. And then you decided to transition into being a mortgage broker. You bet, yeah. Awesome. Mm -hmm. right, tell us about that transition. What caused you to go into that direction? Um, I think after spending so much time on the um, on the lending side, I had all the the knowledge and you know experience that I needed. Um, but it was more so for me. It was just I wanted to get the gratification of actually helping the clients and seeing them face to face and seeing you know how excited they were about doing a home purchase and whatnot. Because when I was on the lending side, I was more behind the scenes, so right. I didn't I didn't get to see the emotional aspect of of the transaction. Right. So I thought it would be a good thing to explore. Tell me about your experience as a mortgage broker. What is that and how has it been for you? Uh, so technically a mortgage broker, um, when you go to buy a house or you know you want to refinance your home or transfer your mortgage, uh, you have the option to go directly to the bank or go to a mortgage broker. Um, and a mortgage broker technically works for all of the banks um, and they work directly for you. So it's my job is technically to find the best solution for the clients that fits their needs, their financial situation now, and sets them up for the future as well at the same time. Do you have your own business? Technically, yes. Yes, yes. As, a, as a broker. I'm a mortgage broker. I'm, I'm self-employed. I'm independent. How long have you been running your business? I've been independent now for just over a year. Just before the, the, the global pandemic, right? Yes, uh, yes. I've, I've been, well, I've technically been in the industry for on this side for about a year and a half. So I've seen it and how it's affected everything for sure. What was business like for you before the pandemic? Um, before the pandemic, it was busy. Um, business as usual. Um, it was it was interesting to see what happened when it did ha when it did hit and how it affected everyone in the housing market. But when the pandemic first hit, um, business slowed down quite a bit. I think people were really nervous and hesitant, mm -hmm. trying to see what was going to happen in the financial industry. And, uh, everything kind of went on pause for a little while, so it was very you know interesting. Since then, it's it's picked up, but uh, we had a lot of people. Um, generally move from because I work downtown Vancouver right? right so we had a lot of people that stopped buying downtown and started actually migrating to the suburbs because everyone started to work from home so there was no demand for um, to purchase downtown anymore okay. right but your business basically has sustained itself throughout the pandemic yep right? what was your strategy um, I think um, a lot of the business during the pandemic was actually, we saw a lot of financial turmoil for some people. So we had um, a lot of my clients actually were uh, looking to refinance, uh, which is another option you can do um, with your mortgage, which means you know you can consolidate your debts and get a lower interest rate and things mm -hmm. like that. So we saw a large upturn in things like that at that time. So it was nice because it gave me the opportunity to help put my clients into a better financial situation with their uncertainty with the marketplace. I see, I've observed that the market, the market yeah. basically 
is rising to a new high. I saw in the news where it says in February was a recorded month in sales. Yes. <laughs> what happened? Is that people have more money now? Or what happened? Um, I think with the pandemic, a lot of a lot of the regular um, business that would have happened then, a lot of people like held off, right? Mm -hmm. um, they're a little bit nervous, a little bit hesitant to buy, yes. and so um, a lot of those buyers actually are coming to buy now. So it's almost double up the market now that we're back into play. Um, also, the we have like record-breaking low industry rates. The mortgage rates are insanely low right now. Uh, they've never been this low. We're looking at rates that are, you know, below 2%. Um, and that's, ever since I've been in the industry, over, I guess, the seven years that I've worked in the industry, I have not seen them this low. So <laughs> everyone's getting in now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Capitalizing on it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So it's I'm a really good time. This, this is something I've observed. Mm -hmm. I know of someone who was trying to sell a property yeah. a while back about a year or two years mm -hmm. for about five six seven hundred thousand it was on the market for like six months yeah. no one bought it mm -hmm. recently this person put it back on the market for one week it was sold for 1.2 million yeah <laughs> yeah the market's wild right now <laughs> um there are a lot of uh, multiple offer situations um yeah. there's there's not, uh, since it's been so busy, it's uh, the supply and demand is a little off right now. So we're yes. seeing it to be very high. It's all about understanding the market, see where it is going and move with it. Yes. And you're doing that. Yes, it's nice. my job to uh, educate people and to make sure that they make the right choices that put them in the best uh, situation for their future. What do you think the next year, two, five years look like in the real estate market here in the lower mainland? Easy. Just with the shift of people working from home now, I think we're going to continue to see um, a growth further out in areas like Abbotsford and Chilliwack and, and those areas further out mm -hmm. just because people are not necessarily going to the office anymore, right? There's yeah. no reason. Um, so there's not very much reason for them to buy downtown. And it's also happening in, in major cities like Toronto as well. A lot of people are moving out to the suburbs um, just because of the the way that everything's going, I think we're going to see an interesting surge in, in that. And the main thing that is moving the market is that people are staying home. I think it's a huge factor, for yes. sure. Yep. I know a few realtors. Yes. And while businesses seems to be good, they, are they, 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 they went on for months without a sale. In the music industry, they would call, it, call them like starving artists. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. That's a challenge I see, and that is in the real, real, realtor space. Yes. I'm, I'm not sure about the mortgage broker space, but... Yeah, it's, it's very prevalent too, mm -hmm. for sure. For you personally, is it, do you find it okay for you, you know, to get clients, to achieve your goals, all of those things? Or do you know of any things that apply to other brokers, you know, to the industry in particular, especially now with the pandemic and all. Like challenge-wise? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, for sure. Um, I definitely know what you're talking about. Um, a lot of a lot of newer, newer mortgage brokers have um, a hard time getting clientele. Um, it's a very competitive industry, uh, you know, and um, you have to find your niche and find what sets you apart, right? I think essentially the 
the most important part is just making sure you always have your clients uh, best interest at heart um, you know and, and getting them like listening to what they're asking for and actually you know providing that and um, you know once you do a good job for one person it just continues and it uh, the referrals come in and it just filters out from there so yeah and you just get to keep helping people achieve their goals right awesome. there's something here I want you to talk about mm -hmm. now for people who are thinking of selling their property or people who are thinking of buying for the first time or people who are thinking of refinancing mm -hmm. What advice would you give them based on your experience, understanding of the market, and where do you see the next five years going to be like? What's your advice for them? Um, advice for them right now, especially uh, just with the uncertainty in the market, um, definitely you know purchase well within your means. I would be a little bit more on the conservative side. Uh, just to make sure. We're seeing a lot of people, um, because of the pandemic, have lost their jobs, etc. Those sorts of things make it harder for people to afford their mortgage, right? Um, so those are things that, you know, I have a lot of clients that come to me and they want to know their max purchase price. They want to know, like, what's the, the most they can buy for. And then you let them know and they go out and they buy exactly that amount, right? And uh, I think right now with the uncertainty, it might be smart to maybe be a little bit more conservative with that value so that your payments, you can make sure that your payments are low just in case, right? Just in case what the future holds. But other than that, I mean, it's, it's you know, the, the rates are low, they're super low. So it's also a good time to expand your portfolio as well, right? You can, uh, we're seeing a lot of um, increase in rental purchases right now because the rates are so low. <laughs> awesome. What about people who are trying to sell? What yep. strategies should they take into consideration? If you, if you have a property and you want, you're thinking of selling it. Is now a good time to sell it or should you keep your property just to see what's going to happen? I do think it's still a good time to sell okay. um, because we're, the values are quite higher. Uh, so it's a good time to get a good return on your investment for sure. Depends what it all depends generally what your long term goal is, though, right? So it has to line up with what your plans are for the future. Um, but yeah, I would say it's still a really good time to sell. Tell me this though what would you say is the best part of your work? Honestly, it's just helping the clients. I've had um, some unique scenarios in the past um, little while. Um, one of my all-time favorite stories uh, is this this couple I had they were living on the island mm -hmm. and um, they were just in a, in a mortgage situation that was just you know I, I, outrageous the amounts that they were paying they were struggling to get by um, you know they're both professionals but they just somehow got into a bad situation um, and I was able to uh, help with their help negotiate their refinance um, with a new lender and um, we ended up saving them something like three thousand dollars a month um, on their mortgage yeah which is insane so they were insanely grateful and I was super happy because you know they were in a situation where they felt like they couldn't get out um, they kept you know kind of treading water per se and um, and I was able to help them like substantially and I was very very happy they were super grateful to seeing how relieved they were was very nice amazing mm -hmm. and I'm sure that is why you do your job Yes, for sure. Yeah. Nice. Yes. I know it's it's kind of scary to put all of your um, to to give someone else your financial responsibilities, but uh, that's my job. So. It is. It is, and I'm sure there are lots more stories like that. Yes, and it's kind of cool because you get to deal with unique situations too, right? Um, especially you know. Just different types of homes, different types of situations, different different families. What is your 
work-life balance look like? That's a good question. Yes. Um, I work all the time. <laughs> I like it. I like my job. So, um, but I try to keep myself sane. Um, I do a lot of exercise. Um, actually, I'm a lot of my friends would say I'm kind of an exercise junkie. I get up at like six in the morning every day. I do. I usually do a fitness class, or mm -hmm. I'll do a, a ten-kilometer run in the mornings, and that's how I get started for the day. I just kind of have to get that done out of the way, mm -hmm. and then. It's kind of a nice way for me to relieve my stress and get started with my day and yes. you know and then usually you know I'll, I'll tend to work throughout the whole day and then um you know I'm, my clients need me anytime yes. <laughs> anywhere so always on call yes exactly call. yeah and because of your interest in serving your client you always try to make yourself available of course awesome. yeah yeah but it is important because you, you know you have to do have to have a work-life balance yes for sure so what do you do in your spare time whenever you find it? Actually, I have a lot of random hobbies. Like I was saying, exercise. Yeah. Um, I do um, I do play guitar and uh, keyboard. Nice. And yeah, and I grew up singing, um, actually. So I do that sometimes just, just for myself. Nice. <laughs> Makes me happy. So it's something I do on the side. And um, other than that, I have a, I have a cat, actually. Um, I adopted him when I lived in China. He was um, a little stray cat, so I actually adopted him and brought um, him home with me. <laughs> how old is it, this cat now? Um, he's about eight now. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. He's from baby. He was, a, he was a little baby when I adopted him, yep. Right. And um, I brought him back with me. I just couldn't part with him. So I try to spend as much time with him as I can. And other than that, I just, you know, spend time with friends and family. That's yeah. really important to me. Yeah. Oh, and I, I noticed that you mentioned earlier that you also um, do a music business as well. Can you yes. tell me a little bit more about that? Certainly. So that's one of the programs in the pipeline. We want to manage talent, promote talent, support talent. I love, I love music. Me too, and, me yeah. too. Yeah, I love music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I cool. Up in Jamaica where it's all about music and dancing. Mm -hmm. it's, it's in me. <laughs> and I just want to keep, I want to see it continuous. Yeah. You know, and I want to be a part of it. You <laughs> said you play piano. Yes. And guitar. Yes. How did that happen? Um, when I was younger, I actually, my, my big goal was actually to be a singer. Um, when I was when I was really little, um, I grew up watching you know artists like Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears. So I was very inspired by those sorts of situations and those sorts of artists. And I had wanted to have a career in that space. Um, so I took it on as a hobby when I was young. I was uh, my mom. My mom actually put me in singing lessons at a young age, probably about 15, 14. I started and I started singing competitively. So. Yeah, that was really cool, and uh, I just found it very therapeutic. You know, um, I find that everyday everyday life can be quite stressful, so it's nice to have an outlet. Uh, so I did that for a while. I did it competitively, mm -hmm. and then um, in recent years, I my I guess my brother-in-law he bought me a guitar for Christmas, and um, I had gone and bought myself a keyboard as well, nice. and uh, I just taught myself. I taught myself to sing and, and play, and uh, I love it. What stood out to you? as like one of your greatest moments, whether it's in your career, your personal life, what would you talk about? There's a lot actually. Um, I do think that one of my greatest accomplishments personally is um, actually, you know, I was young when I went out to China um, and I think that that was a little bit um, new and foreign to a lot of people. The idea that, you know, I would move out there when I didn't know the language and I didn't know 
I didn't know what to expect really. <laughs> so I took a big risk, um, you know, uprooting my life and moving out there. And so that was a, and then it turned out to be such a good experience that I can't complain, right? So that was a really good, good thing for me. It taught me to, um, I guess, take care of myself and to, you know, and to have confidence, which is huge, huge. So tell me, what's next for you? Well, hopefully in the coming years, just continue to keep growing my business and continue helping um, my clients, you know, make the best financial decisions for them. And um, personally, I do plan to eventually invest in some properties myself in the States as well. That's something, you know, that I'm looking forward to and, you know, having some holiday vacation homes down there and, you know, continue to grow my portfolio as well. Where do you see your portfolio of real estate expanding to <laughs> in the near future? Any plans to buy? Any plans to invest? Any plans, you know? Good question. I like that Do you need question. a mortgage broker? I'm gonna. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm gonna. But for me, I'm not so much interested in, in a house. No? I'm interested in a business. Ah, yes. A yes. corporate property. Okay. So I will be buying a corporate property first before I buy a, re uh, a residential property. I like what you're doing. You are, you know, your passion to help people. Yes. To make financial decision, because real estate may be the most important purchase. Yes. Biggest purchase someone makes in a lifetime. Yeah, it's yeah. a, it's a very stressful transaction, right? Yes. Um, so, you know, my job is to kind of take the emotional stress away from you and to, you know, just get it done behind the scenes so that you, you know, you can be excited to move into your house or into your new situation. How can people reach you if they want, if they have any question they would like to ask, if they want to work with you? Yeah, I have a big social media presence, so I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, um, I have my website, um, and you can call me literally anytime, 24-7. I hope you are inspired by today's discussion. Let us know in the comments below what you found most beneficial about Brooke's message. Don't forget to check out Brooke on Instagram and Facebook and reach out to her for any question you may have on today's discussion. Follow us on all social media at Lenibor Academy. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our channel because more amazing stories are on their way. Thank you for watching and I'll see you next time. Bye for now. Hi, I'm Brooke, also known as Broker Brooke. Here today on Profile, brought to you by Elena Borakati. You're watching Profile. Brought to you by Elena Borakati. See ya.